Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello, chickens. This is the fabulous Adam Richard, and I have a theory. Oh, hey, chickens. Uh, I'm just choking on a Barocca. Uh, <laughs> first thing in the morning, let's have a Barocca. I don't even drink anymore, but I still have hangovers. Um, it's just one big one from my misspent youth. Uh, so I'm going to look over some of your thoughts and theories uh, about the Seventh Doctor debut, the Sylvester McCoy debut story, uh, Time and the Rani. Um, which I enjoyed way more than I thought I would. Uh, there are some very controversial opinions coming in, so strap in. I don't agree with these uh, all, but I'm happy to air them because, you know, I'm like Facebook. Um, so Mavis says, favourite Dr. Tom Baker, second Matt Smith because he brought such heart. Third, Mr. Pertwee because I'm old and he made me fall in love with the Doctor's world. And then Mr. McCoy. He is my fourth favourite Doctor. He always did his best with what they gave him. It's a shame they commissioned and wrote some bat poop scripts. I never liked Cartmel's time as script editor. Sylvester deserved better. Oh, that is controversial because I know a lot of people who love Andrew Cartmel. I did. Um, uh, Mavis goes on to say, I know you didn't ask, but like all good red rags to a bull, I wave madly and wait for your wisdom. Stay safe. Oh, bless you. Uh, yeah, look, I really liked Cartmel's work and I... Also did not love Sylvester McCoy at the start. And, you know, that kind of hung on. I was a bit angry about what happened with Colin Baker. Um, he also wasn't my favourite either. Look, I love Tom Baker so much. I just everyone felt like a pale imitation. But, you know, Tom Baker was there for all of my childhood. Like, all of it. Because I kept repeating them. Even when Peter Davison was the doctor, like, they'd go straight back into Tom Baker repeats almost immediately. So, yeah, from about the age of five to 15 
he he was the doctor most of the time. Um, Dwayne from Sirens of Audio, uh, great podcast. They have amazing guests and they do some deep dives into Big Finish if you're interested in that kind of thing. Um, Dwayne says, I watched this for the first time from a motel room in Lightning Ridge. So for me, this story is a bit of a gem. I'm sure there is a story behind that, Dwayne. I'm excited about you being in a motel room watching <laughs> Time in the Rani. Um, Maddie on Instagram referenced the photo I posted of Sylvester McCoy flanked by Bonnie Legford and Kate O'Mara wearing the same outfit saying, utter stalwarts of UK culture right there, heart eyes. Heart eyes! Um, emoji. Uh, lovely Claire from Dipskit. Uh who works at the Improv Theatre in Sydney. Um, Claire says, My favourite doctor. I loved the Rani too and her cutting remarks. Pretentious is the word. Oh, that's right. He's going a bit portentous, Mel. Um, not to mention dressing as Mel. Laughing emoji. Laughing emoji. Uh, this is one of my favourite tweets I got in response to this story. Uh, Brendan Jones from Flight Through Entirety. Um which I'm appearing on soon or have been on recently. Anyway, I'm in, I'm doing a Matt Smith story with them. Uh, Brendan says, the first story I recorded off the TV. <gasps> oh, I think it was for me as well. Did I tape this one? Because I remember making, I made like little uh, illustrations of the, <laughs> for the boxes. I, I used to buy broken plastic boxes from the movie world down the road where the you know the plastic cover that the the slip goes in with the pictures on it they'd all broken off so they just sold the busted boxes and i would glue pictures i'd drawn to the cover of them oh my god what a nerd um anyway brendan says it's first story recorded off the tv it has such power and energy it's far more cohesive than its reputation suggests and everything that would come by survival is seeded here including a highly proactive role for the companion yes mel gets to do stuff um i adore it to pieces uh, he also tweeted a picture of himself as, along with his tweet, uh, dressed as Mel, uh, in, in the bubble screaming <laughs> and someone sent that to Bonnie and she has a photo of herself with that picture of Brendan on her phone in her hand. This is the most epic thing ever. It's so cute. So, uh, yeah, if you want to go back through my Twitter timeline, you can have a look. Um, David says, I want to know how the Daleks got to fly because back in my day, they just cruised polished floors and had issues with stairs. Mate, John Pertwee, they went up the shaft like, and we got confused by the whole thing. But yeah, they were, they were flying for years. It happened mostly off screen or in comic books, but it happened. Um, don't come at me with your weird boomer jokes. Uh, Andrew <laughs> says, worst Doctor ever was Sylvester McCoy from the mashup of previous Doctor Retired who is overly stumbling comical mannerisms. Look, there are some difficult things in this first story, but I feel like Sylvester really kind of leaned into the darkness as he went along. And the the buffoonery was kind of... You know, I kind of like he played the the fool in um, King Lear when it was touring here with uh, Ian McKellen, uh, and came and did. Uh, I went to one of the little conventions in Melbourne that he did. Um, but that's the kind of character I see his doctor as being, like just this sort of trying to fool everyone by being an idiot, and then you go like, yeah, not. No one's that stupid, which is kind of like the Tom Baker thing. Like, you know, there's <laughs> there's a line in, I think, City of Death where it's like, surely he can't be as stupid as he seems. It's like, no one can be as stupid as he seems. 
<laughs> so, uh, look, Andrew, we respect your opinion about Sylvester McCoy, but I do not hold that one myself. Uh, Steve says, took an episode to get used to Sylvester's accent, but by the end of the story, not a problem. Lovely Luke from the Newcastle branch of the Doctor Who Club of Australia. Hello, Luke. He says, it's such a cheesy story, but gee, it's an underrated story and so very 80s. Those shoulder pads. <laughs> Even his uh, figures of Bonnie and Kate have the shoulder pads, heaven. Uh, Cryogenic Sigma on Twitter says, this was basically where and when I decided, hang on, I'm watching this. I'm going to keep watching it. Uh, debuted on the afternoon show with James Valentine right after also debuting the music video of Doctor and the TARDIS by the KLF, the Time Lords. Oh, how good was that song? Um, and Crazy Peter, he of the many text recaps, including the previous three episodes to this, uh, when he was listening to this podcast, kind of had this crazy idea. I think he was listening to his own recap of... I know, confusing. Um, listening to his own recap and said, the Tetraps are the weeping angels mongoose. They can see in all directions at all time, so no worries. I now want that episode to see how rubbish it really is. <laughs> That's true. They would always be able to see that no weeping angel could sneak up on a Tetrap. This is a great theory, Peter. Thank you. Um, now, lovely James has written us uh, a little thing. He said, Time and the Rani, you monster. Uh, <laughs> I have a soft spot for season 24. It's like a year's holiday between the histrionics of the trial and the advent of a darker seventh doctor. But in this season, you get Glam, Kate Amara, Ham, Richard Bryars, a Welsh holiday and an aliens pastiche. That one year is so close to the Russell T. Davis version of the show as you're likely to get in Classic Who. Um, time in the Rani itself is interesting. He says the Lacertians are the first stab for a while at a distinctive alien species. There are some cool effects. I remember the bubble trap as being a real shock. Yeah, me too. Uh, we have a definitive and therefore ignored statement of the Doctor's age, 953, and some good monstery monsters. I think I liked McCoy as the Doctor from the outset. He wasn't always comfortable to watch, but I responded to the idea of the Doctor as this short and somewhat goofy. I used to practice rolling my hat down my arm. Oh, cute. But my spoon game is not up to much. Overall, though, the execution doesn't live up to all the ideas in it. It's a story with big ideas, but pantomime production values. I like it on balance, but have to work at it to do so. I have the Loihagel. Nothing could stop me now. P.S. My brain has started cooking a Monty Python and the Loihagel mashup. Stop me now. Uh, he, I didn't stop him um, and he said he's going to content himself with the image of the Rani being flung from the bridge of death Bridgekeeper, what is your name? Yurak, Yurak, the Tetrap Bridgekeeper, what is your quest? Yurak, I need to fetch something for my mistress Bridgekeeper, how many fingers am I holding up? Yurak, confused by his quadrilateral vision uh, Six Yurak ah! is flung into the void Bridgekeeper, what is your name? Rani, Rani, the <laughs> bridgekeeper. What is your quest, Rani? I seek the Loy Hagel. <laughs> bridgekeeper, what will you do with it then, Rani? I shall become all powerful. I shall have the means to mold the cosmos to a new order. I, bridgekeeper, you don't actually know, do you, Rani? Well, I think that once I have it, I will. She too is thrown into the void. Bridgekeeper, what is your name? Mel. Melanie Bush, hello, what's yours? Bridgekeeper, why, I... Uh, ah! 
<laughs> minstrels start to sing. Um, and then James goes on to say just at the end, it just occurred to me that this would make no sense at all to anyone who didn't know that Loy Hargill is an anagram of a holy grail. Please tell me you're not one of those people. <laughs> Oh my god, I didn't remember this scene from Monty Python and the Holy Grail, but I have gone and watched it again, and this is very funny. <laughs> Even if it, like I didn't know it, it's a funny little absurdist kind of fun scene. It's uh yeah, I love it. Thank you, James. Thank you, everyone. Don't forget any any opinions you have. I love them. Uh, you can send them to me, uh, patreon.com forward slash Adam Richard, Instagram and Twitter. I'm at Adam Richard and fabulous Adam Richard on Facebook or theory at adamrichard.com.au if you want to send me an email. All right, on to the doctor's daughter next episode. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.